This is episode number 39. It's called She Handles Pain. That shit's amazing. (laughs) Thanks, Ariana Grande, again, for a great title. You're the cutest with your pony. Um, We are recording from Hollywood this week, and I've been at E! News and NBC Universal all week, so very exciting stuff. Um, I hope you guys caught up on my e-news segments they're on my instagram account at candace kumai you can watch them at any time and they're also going to be on my uh, igtv so you can check out what i've been working on um i've actually been a regular on e-news for the last eight years and what's so great about starting off our topic on how to handle pain um one of the number one ways i think i worked on pain through a lot of my tough times and this could include anything from like a job loss to um, maybe you're going through a health scare or maybe you're you just found out you know the person that you're with is cheating on you or you found out um, that you're you know I don't know maybe you're thinking of breaking up with your significant other whatever it is um, pain is pain and you know we were never really taught how to deal with emotion so we were probably shown how to deal with it by our parents um and so because I grew up in a Buddhist and and Catholic and Christian household it was like you you did not show pain in our household or emotion (laughs) so um my sister and I grew up you know like we had spoken about before on previous podcasts um in a hard knock family where you just kept a straight face and you carried on and um, you'll watch a powerful new ad come out with Nike this week and Serena Williams did a captivating job narrating this. I, I couldn't have said it better myself and it correlates with what we're talking about today and better ways that we can cope and handle pain because let's be frank it's really attractive when you see a confident woman who knows how to handle it and handle it with grace and it's there's a difference between allowing yourself to grieve and to be sad and angry and to learn and grow and then there's a difference between that and being like overtly dramatic about everything in your life we all have depression and anxiety it's just a measure of how deep and how much time and space and energy you're going to allow yourself to go through the tough times so if you're going through pain right now or say somebody that you're close to is I highly recommend sharing this podcast or also taking notes today. So if you want to get out a pen and paper, this is a really good pod. Number 39, She Handles Pain. So um, it was an interesting week. I will tell you guys, I got two flat tires in two different enterprise rental cars this week and they were not very nice to me when it happened. Um, There were all sorts of troubles on the side of the freeway, getting to set on time, we were shooting live TV and I got a flat two hours away from set. I've never actually had that happen to me before. So it was all about handling it. And I think instead of being dramatic, I said, I've got two hours to get to set and I'm just going to make this happen. And so 
lot of the times we have to just practice bravery and being an adult. And it doesn't matter if you're 20 years old or if you're 45. We all know how to handle things better and to be better prepared for things to maybe go wrong. So I'm not saying to have expectations that things are going to go wrong, but my father once told me that if you hope for the best but expect the worst, that you won't always be super let down. So because I had a flat tire earlier in the week, when it happened the second time, it was on the freeway and I was going 80 miles per hour and it was really dangerous. I was so in the zone with like what the fuck am I going to do now? Like, I'm going to be two hours late for this shoot. This is crazy. Like, Enterprise expected me to just stay on the side of the freeway and get another car at another branch. And I was like, dude, it's 2019. I don't think anyone's going to take your 1988 advice and call a cab and go to a branch. You know, I got a fucking show to shoot. So (laughs) it was really bizarre. And, you know, I spoke my mind. I spoke up. I called an Uber right away. I was praying that it would be an awesome guy, and it was, and the driver was great. I grabbed a gardener and a sheriff, and we loaded up the car all together. Um, It was all the goodies from set. And then my team just handled it. You know, I let them know. I said, hey, here's what happened. This is pretty bad. I'm going to be late. Let the producers know, and let's just kill this no matter what. So we were all prepared for the worst and expected the best. And you know what? In the end, everything worked out great on set. And then the next few days, it was like major troubleshooting without a car in LA, which is pretty difficult when you're carrying around 20 boxes from set full of food, fermented foods, teacups, matcha cups, beauty products. It was fun. Let me tell you, And then when you get to a ghetto uh, rental place to save some money and time and they all get stolen, Um, my boxes all got taken. And, you know, I just said, oh, my God, I and I got teary because I thought about how bad some people are, you know, when they steal things. And I I just remembered saying to myself, you know, Wabi Sabi, like this is this is just happening to you for whatever reason this week in LA and you're going to handle this. And we all deal with chaos and pain and trauma in different ways. Um, I also have a couple friends who are going through some tough breakups right now. And because mine's been, um, it was so long ago, I am so good sharing the coping mechanisms I utilized that came natural for me. Um, And I'm going to share them with you today because a lot of times we can look at sad things. Maybe you lost somebody recently that was close to you or maybe you're going through a tough time at work. I keep hearing about girls going through like catty things with other girls and maybe it's at work. Maybe it's with your friends. Like maybe it's with a group that you, you hang out with. Like whatever it is, like this shit has happened to everyone And I want you to know that when a woman is like fully secure and confident and loves herself and feels really good about who she is and she's not codependent on anyone and she's not dependent on anything, she is her best self. She can handle pain. That shit's amazing. So that girl though, it took a really long time to become that girl. I remembered getting a card from my friend Amanda Junker that said... Um, Candace, I just want to let you know that we're all watching you and you are so full 
of grace and poise. It is amazing. And this was like one holiday, like many years ago. And I'm, I can't thank her enough for writing that card because I had no idea that people were watching me. But to go through pain in a public setting now for everyone to see, like this is tough. Like, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but when people have breakups now, you know, obviously like everybody looks at your feed and and wants to see if you've deleted every fucking photo with that person or if you kept them and you know a lot of that depends on the individual um in my instance I think my breakup was so gnarly like the other person was really not kind or um and and I would like to think that this person was pretty selfish and um I don't really care about that situation but I learned tremendously from it um if you watch some of my former podcasts with people like Lewis Howes um or maybe even like Lori Harder or something you can see that I was full of pain prior to um the last few years So if you guys look back, um, I've always been really honest about what I've experienced in the past, but I also like really appreciate the growth that we've done together and I feel a lot more calm and cool. I've made a lot of adult decisions in the last few weeks and I feel better about where I am now, um, than I have in a while. So, um, and I can't always say that, you know, despite all the crazy stuff that keeps happening, it's, you know, you got to stay on top of your shit and what better way to do it than to cope and handle pain quietly in your own time in your own ways so one of the most vivid memories I have of like the really tough times in my Wall Street apartment were crying to my sister um so make sure that you've got like your big sis or one of your best friends on dial when bad stuff happens because um, they're not going to be able to take the pain away from you, but they're going to be able to listen to you and love you and send you um, really beautiful thoughts and prayers like right across the telly or the pond or whatever it is. My sister lives in London, so cross the pond. But she was able to communicate to me that she loved me no matter what and that he was dumb and <laughs> the human brain wants to remember only good things in a breakup. So if you can also remember maybe the reasons why things are happening, um, like if you need to let go of some friends or work colleagues, this will help to benefit you in the long haul. So stay away from anything that feels toxic or bad. You can do an easy st- st- statistical analysis to see if things are better or worse without certain people, places, or things. Do what you need to do to make yourself feel good. Call a friend, have your sister or best friend on dial and talk to them. One of the second things I remembered was I remembered landing back in California. um, And one of my best friends, Crystal, and another one, Courtney, picked me up from the airport And they sat me down on this like green lawn overlooking the lagoon in Carlsbad. And we just talked for a few hours, I think. And they were like, what happened? Like, tell us now. Um, It was so comforting to be with them and to be in the sunshine and nature. So those are three things that you want to think about doing with friends. 
I also remembered that Crystal and I went to get massages and that was something my sister always told me to do to detox like naturally. Um, You know, fucking cry when you're getting your massage. Who cares? Like let it out on your yoga mat. Who cares? I did all of that. And um, you're going to feel like the seven stages of grief during any time of pain and tremendous loss. So um, you should look them up and know that it's very normal to go through all of them. One of them includes anger. Another one includes sadness. Another one includes denial. I mean, you're going to go through everything and it's okay. Pain is not something that we hope for in our lives. It's not planned for usually, and it is not something we prepare for very well. So when it happens, it's like an onslaught of like feelings that are deep, heavy, uncomfortable, not normal, and you feel like the world is just crashing down before you. But it's it's not true. It's It's actually very normal to feel pain. And it means you're human as well. So take advantage of the dark times because they mean that the light is coming and pay attention to the times of pain and struggle because from that will come tremendous life lessons and growth for a life lived without pain or suffering or any sort of trauma. That would not be a full life lived. Sleep is really important, I would say. This is one thing that I did. Um, I didn't focus on any alcohol or drugs or men or boys. (laughs) Um, Boys. (laughs) Oh, my God. I focused on things like um, working out. I, at first, could only go for small walks and see the sun once a day. Um, And then from there, you know, Things had really progressed into like going to bar method workouts, going to pure bar, meeting up with my friends after, um, and make sure that you tell your friends that you don't want to hear or see anything about your ex or the person or the people that you need to cut yourself out of. Because in our social media day and age, it's really easy for you to like look up people, see what people are doing, stalk them you know what? Fuck that. Don't do that to yourself. Let me be the first person to tell you. I looked at my ex's page one time. Uh, Okay, maybe like when we first split once and then after that once. That's it. Two times in like many, many years. And I was like, you know, this doesn't make me feel good. So why would I continuously poke at my own feelings? So I moved on a lot quicker by not looking at anything on social and by asking people, please don't tell me anything about him. And that was hard because we worked together. We had a lot of mutual friends as usual. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm sure he's a good person to the core. Um, I would like to think I am. And uh, it's, it's hard, you know, when two people split up, like, how do you handle that on social Let me also be the first to tell you with grace and poise is the best way to go. Take from what you learned and make it into something graceful and beautiful. You know, when Carrie Fisher died, I remembered some of her friends read quotes that she wrote and things. um, And that's Princess Leia, by the way, who was like so beloved by so many people. 
And they said, take your heart, your broken heart, and now turn it into art. And that's what so many of us did. And if you ever wonder why I wrote Kintsugi Wellness, I wrote it for every single one of you girls out there that needed to heal your heart. Because I had a lot of friends going through hurt and it was related to losing a sibling, a breakup, an engagement breakup. Sometimes it was just two people parting ways and moving to different places. Other times it was lost jobs. Um, Other times it was, you know, moms having postpartum or it was friends who felt like they had missed out on life and didn't do everything they wanted to do. It was friends who struggled financially, and it was friends who were struggling emotionally. I I wrote it for friends who had depression and anxiety, and I wrote it for friends who felt like they never fit into society. I wrote it for girls who had immigrant parents and people who came from poor places. I wrote it for people that were raised with culture but didn't know that that was so rich and deep. I wrote it for people that wanted to find something more to life rather than just green juices and leggings and, you know, coconut oil, (laughs) which is great for sex, by the way, you guys. Um, Side side tip, hot tip. Um, it's It's so important that we make sure to check ourselves. And I think reading... And doing self-development and learning how to cope and handle pain with poise and grace and love and dignity. Like that is so important. And being a girl, you have all those superpowers. You can be the most beautiful girl in the room still. You know, I I remembered my guy friends like Brandon, Trentum, and Mark Lakin would take me out with all the New York guys very close to after my breakup and I had so much fun with them even though inside I was so broken still you can still force yourself to get out there and do fun stuff too like it is so nice to be able to get out of your comfort zone and say um I love myself so much that I'm going to force myself to go do something out of my comfort zone and more than likely you're going to feel so much better and it will not happen right away But the greatest blessing in learning to handle pain is your gift of time. So one of the things that helped me to pass time was reading a lot of books. So a lot of friends recommended The Four Agreements at the beginning of the breakup. Um, A lot of friends like would take me out to, you know, say, say it's as simple as going for a walk in the park or like getting a pedicure together and reading all the tabloids that were juicy or listening to Mariah Carey's like make it happen. <laughs> you can do it. Like all those little things are steps towards your healing and time passing. I'm trying to think of all the other juicy books that were given to me too. My friend Julie gave me Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. And my other friend Sarah gave me Or I gave her the four agreements. I remembered when we had our our breakup talk. And come to find so many women came forward with these stories. And they shared. So remember, call a sis or a friend. The phone is so much more powerful than text. Get a massage. 
go see nature with the girls, get a lot of sleep, read really powerful and special books. I really do recommend Kintsugi Wellness for Breakups. My book um, on golden repair was written post-breakup and it was my most powerful book ever. So I actually am going to recommend that... um, I'm not really humongo on self-promoting stuff unless I feel like it's going to be beneficial to you. So my biggest why is about you and your health and giving you real deal resources to getting you to the next level. And I want you to get through any type of pain and trauma as easy as possible. So one of the other things that you can focus on is meditation for mindfulness Um, I started meditating a lot because it was like a way for me to reset my brain every morning and studies show it helps with better sleep. It helps to maintain, uh, less anxiety. It helps to alleviate depression and sometimes it can help, um, obviously to lower stress levels. So if you want to learn how to meditate, I highly recommend looking up Deepak Chopra and Oprah Winfrey's meditations, especially during a time of loss there's something magical about Miss Winfrey um, and the combination of her and Deepak together is so special. I also want you to remember the tip that I gave you before. Tell your friends that you want to hear nothing about that other person and to respect your space on it. Um, you do, you may want to give them a heads up, you know, and if you don't have the power, the guts or the bravery to write a letter like that, then have your best friend send, you know, a small intimate group an email on what's happening. Um, Courtney was so awesome. My best friend from high school arranged, um, for all of us to go hiking in NorCal when I had, (laughs) I mean, we went through many breakups, but this one was, was bad and they all took me hiking and she organized it and she emailed everybody together. And I remembered like you could feel in her email, the emotion of how sad and angry she was, um, at what he had done. And this is very common for girls to do because what we do is we empathize And we feel compassion for one another during tough times. And so we want to believe and love and say, how dare he, motherfucker. And I quote Charlotte York, I cursed the day that you were born. (laughs) Did she actually ever say that to him, by the way? Um, So cute. I love so much. And that leads me to my next segue. Sometimes sex in the city is this amazing dose of everything you've ever needed when it comes to being single in the city. Um, I've lived in LA and New York like the last 15 years of my life and I love it. And I will always be a city girl that crushes it that just happens to love nature too. But sex in the city is just like next level. So good. The writers did a tremendous job. And I feel like it's one of your best assets to handling pain, seeing the relatability of other women in our stories and sharing them. And lastly, I think sometimes if you feel the need, journaling and writing can really help every day and just talking out your feelings, 
seeing a therapist, and also reading really inspiring quotes. So you can start a Pinterest board called, you know, quotes that inspire me, or I think mine is called like, uh, inspiration for the heart. And, uh, you know, it works. I laugh about it now, but I often think that sometimes when she handles pain, there are so many ways that you can alleviate those beautiful gold cracks that are across your heart. I know personally how hard this stuff is. Um, and I, I've been through it. And so I'm able to speak to it now in a really solid and healthy way. And I feel like when you love yourself the most, it really, really shows. Bonus on the side, start eating a better diet, get matcha tea in your system in the morning, try my matcha cleanse for a reboot. You can get it at thematchashop.com. Switch out all your products to using green products only. Try to get all the chemicals out of your house if you can. Make sure that you're getting eight hours of sleep every single night and lay off on any of the bad things. You know, it's okay if you've got like a really cute boy you like hanging out with. I got you. (laughs) But like, you know, start doing things that only make you feel really good. And if you see any patterns of addiction, learn to get through them. There is a great book called Codependent No More by Melanie Beattie that is very good. And if you or somebody that you know is codependent on another person, this is a great book to get for them. I have one book to really recommend to you. This is how long it's been since I may break up. I forgot. (laughs) Melanie Beattie has an amazing book called Journey to the Heart. And every day there's a different tome that you can read. It's like 365 sections for you to read. And they're so powerful. She wrote the book after she lost her son. And it is about grievances and sorrows, but in the nicest way possible. And so if you really want to get a good book for a friend during a breakup, Kinsigi Wellness by Candice Kumai and Journey to the Heart by Melanie Beattie. And I promise you, let them go. They will no longer serve you if you're holding on to them. If they don't want to be in your life anymore, fucking let them go. I'm going to answer some questions now that came through. Some silly ones actually came through on Insta. Um, but first I'll read a more serious one. So I've got a few massive amounts of comments actually that were given to me. Um, but I also have a question from LL who is on Instagram, who had a really important pod question. She sent it twice. So here it is to it's the lace. Um, she says pod question. I'm a fashion merchandiser who's worked in retail for 13 years. I have a bachelor's in textile science and merchandising And I'm quite frankly burnt out. I have a deep desire to change career paths or to go out of my own and start my own business. However, I'm not really exactly sure what direction to go in. My current job has me quite exhausted, burning both ends of the candle, which makes it seem impossible to do any extra work towards achieving my goals. I should also mention that student loan debt has me buckled the fuck down so much that I can't even afford to buy a computer to begin putting my goals in motion. 
What can I do to keep my head above water when I'm feeling so stuck in a rut? I love you in the pod and I appreciate the swearing and the fucking realness. Peace and bless, LL. Oh God, this is so hard because I see so much in my hands and my heart, so much of myself in all of you. Now, the first thing my mom always taught me that I have to learn every day and I have to use it like a muscle is confidence. So my mom is like, you are really good at your job. And now you need to have a confidence. You need to practice confidence. And you need to be sure to study and give the correct information. So we know that if you're really fucking good at what you do, you should take note and you should be brave and you can be brave enough ll to step away from the current situation that you're in so i would recommend when you're ready get some jobs lined up put in your two-week notice and try to make ends meet now i was so broke for so long when i was younger i also had the same debt from college and culinary school and i had to pay all of that off on my own. Don't be hard on yourself. It took me, gosh, I want to say like 15 plus years, like to pay off all that student debt after. And it was really hard, you know, like that meant saving and scrimping and I made ends meet, you know, maybe it was good to have a live-in boyfriend for a little while because it saved me some money. But, you know, My mom always says to, you know, right now it's about hard work. And maybe one day later you can have a dream apartment. But for now it's about reality. Later you can have the dream. So she's saying like now, you know, make sure to downsize a little bit more. Be realistic about your savings account. And then later down the line... You can be that big entrepreneur with your apartment and you can work from wherever your heart desires, but be prepared for it. Get the skills that you need to gain to get there. Be smart about managing your finances. And if you're going to be independent and work for other people, like as a freelancer, be respectful towards them, be honorable, be honest, be on time, and don't argue with them. Don't demand pay at a certain time. So many people that come to me that want to work for me now constantly disappoint me. And my hand is like being, is like clenched on my heart right now. I have had more girls come in and out of my pathway. um, And they offend me every time they show me how disloyal and dishonorable they are. In my opinion, being Japanese and Polish and American means that you take honor, pride and integrity in what you do. And if you don't want to be a freelancer and an entrepreneur, then don't fuck with people that are doing it and working fucking hard at it every day. You have no fucking idea what it's like to have a job like this. And how dare you come and try to tell entrepreneurs who have been doing this for 20 years of their life what to do, how to do it, when you want to get paid. What a disgrace. That's not fucking how it works. How it works is you do your tasks at hand to pay your bills right now. Save up money on the side. Get time in there for your side hustle. If you don't have time, stop watching YouTube or TV. 
Get a side hustle that makes sense to you. If you can't find it, then find somebody that you fucking love and go intern for them. That's what I did. I worked for free. I still work for free for 80% of my clients. I really have to tell you that it has been a disgrace to watch young girls not play this game right. And although I was young and dumb also at one point, I certainly never told my employers and whoever was paying me what I wanted and what my demands and what my needs were. Little, little, um, how do we say this? Like the entitled generation just needs to get a grasp of reality and saying, if you want to be an entrepreneur, then get the skills that you need, LL. Get the skills. And sorry, that rant wasn't about you. Um, <laughs> second, don't forget to keep your savings and your credit card and your bills in check. And number three, take honor and pride and integrity in everything that you do. So make sure that you're prepared for where you're going to go on this journey of entrepreneurship. There is no hard and fast way for you to become an entrepreneur. It's just to do it and make a mark. Now, being somebody who's clocked like a nice amount of income over the last few years, it's really come from the hustle and it goes straight back into my business. So I'm virtually turning no profit, but rather reinvesting everything back into my work. And this year, you're going to see me write content for networks. Um, I'm now writing, producing and directing, which is like an incredible gift to be able to turn over from a 23 year old on top chef to directing in my 30s and I feel really good about it this is the direction in which the sales turned and pointed in and I took the path less traveled somebody once said that those who are above you will never criticize you It is only those who are below you that will love to criticize you. Don't listen to them. When they say that you can't, show them everything you can. And don't tell them, but I urge you rather to just make every single dream come to pass. Open up a business account. Start an S-Corp. Get your business going. Girls, it's time to show people something that's real. Instagram is not a stable form of business, and neither is a website, but you could certainly start something a little bit more stable, like maybe a regular podcast. You can also launch a business. One of my friends does consulting work for various brands. Another one does independent fashion design. Another one runs her own PR firm. Another one writes tons of books and edits along with myself as well. I mean, get something really stable that's real and tangible. So like my dad says, what happens when the battery dies? Well, let me show you. So remember, show, don't tell. Get your S-Corp going. Look up bizfilings.com if you want to start a cute biz and just go for it because nobody should ever tell you that you can't. And for all of you who think that you've got it and, you know, and you're going for it and you're in it and, and... it's tough. Like I want to tell you, I live by the projects. I have had money. I've had no money. Um, I've been successful and I've been not successful. And I can tell you that it is a continuous path of ups and downs. And it will be that way until the very end of time. The only two things that are sure 
or death and taxes. All right, moving on to your craziness that you guys all laughed. And I said, yo, guys, what do you want to hear more about um, after my last e-news segment? It's so good to be with um, the team there, Zuri and Jason Kennedy and Juliana and all the producers. You guys are awesome. So here are some upcoming topics that a lot of you asked that you wanted to hear for. Michelle Navarez said, I want to hear about supporting other women without feeling jealous. Awesome, Michelle, and I agree with you a thousand and one percent. I love supporting other women. Um, a couple of women that I love that are coming to the top of my head that are really big supporters of other women, Jessamine Stanley, Catherine Butig, Kate Fagan, uh, my friend Rebecca Kennedy, my friend Anna Kaiser, um, my girlfriends that all work in PR, Alyssa, Janelle, and Molly. Um, and then my posse here, I had a great long conversation with my girlfriend, Nikki and my girlfriend, Dana today. And I just will always support other women. And the more confident you are in yourself, the less jealous that you'll feel about others. So stop paying attention to what everybody else is doing all the time and start doing things that you really love. Um... AJ Walker 18 wrote more details on what you eat daily because I recommend because I I love what you recommend oh my god you're so cute well AJ Walker 18 I guess I'll go through a day um, of what I eat I wake up and I make a matcha latte with either hemp milk oat milk or almond milk all of them are unsweetened I add vital proteins collagen to it um, I have a collagen glow every week because I, I just take care of my skin um, internally first and then I'll make avocado toast with miso that recipe is on my website um, sometimes I like those perfect bars oh my god they're so good I'm like addicted I'll have chocolate dark chocolate my mom always buys dove I don't know why but so good um, and then I love big salads and I make my own dressing which is olive oil a touch of tomati shoyu, which is soy sauce, turmeric, cumin, black pepper, um, curry powder, apple cider vinegar, and I toss it all up with that really good olive oil, and it is so good. And I make a big salad every day with um, red leaf lettuce, sweet yellow onion. I know you thought I disappeared there. <laughs> to think about which onion I like to use most right now. Sometimes purple onion, sometimes sweet Maui onions, um, tomatoes, mm, Roma tomatoes, cucumbers. My mom's like, oh yeah, I love the Persian cucumber so good. I really enjoy the Sukabi cucumber. You know, I enjoy the Japanese cucumber. I was like, why are there so many cucumbers in the house? And she's like, oh, they have a great sale. I almost can't even believe it. So because they had like some crazy sale, <laughs> my mom picked up a ton of cucumbers. I was like, damn girl, you better get it. <laughs> oh my God. I also harass her by holding up the cucumber, um, you know, and like pressing it against her leg. Never mind it. It's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and being like, hey, we go, you're kind of man. Um, she hates it when I tease her. <laughs> I've been doing that for so long. I feel terrible. I'm going to go to hell. I really won't because I do so much good community work. But man, do I love teasing her. 
Okay, I also add um, an avocado to every salad and I toss it in. Sometimes hemp seeds, sometimes walnuts, sometimes almonds. And then um, sometimes I put miso paste in my salad dressings too. My website will have way more on that. Wow, you guys asked a lot of juicy stuff for this week. So another one of you asked um, Mila Terahina wanted to know about my life story. Oh my gosh. Pretty sure it's on episode one, right guys? I actually timidly don't really like talking about myself that much. But I'm sure you can hear more about it on there. Oh, I get so embarrassed. Um, Exo Veronica Ray wrote, Behind the scenes of you getting ready in your hair and makeup and cosmetics. Okay, this is a really good point. I haven't done that yet because I'm not a narcissist and I don't really want to show my face all the time. So I'm just being honest with you guys. I like showing my recipes and the the e-news segments of my books and the magazine articles that we're working on. But maybe I'll do that one day. It's a really good idea. Thanks for asking that. Um, Yasmina Ra wrote, you cooking at home. Stuff we can emulate easily. Okay, great idea. And I promise I will try to do that soon because it's a very smart idea. Okay, Jay... Two and 22. You are so funny. Can you discuss the celery fad? And if it's bullshit, this is Jay. Oh my God, Jay. Used to live in La Costa when I went to Carlsbad High and he dated one of my best friends, Becca. And we used to call him Jay. We could never call him Jay because that would be boring. So one day I was working at Las Olas and Encinitas when I was like a kid in high school. He rode by on his bike. I'm not kidding. This is a true story. He rode by on his bike in front of, you, you guys know, like Seaside Reef or Cardiff Reef or whatever is right by there. Bike highs and uh, I think like, I think Pipes is right up the street. Um, and I saw him ride by with his with all of our guy friends and I was like, yeah! <laughs> I like screamed it out of the restaurant and he totally heard it. And like way later, and I don't think any of us had cell phones in high school. It's so like way later, like on landline phone, we had to like explain to Jay that that was Candace that yelled at him outside of the restaurant. Hilarious. N- none of you probably laughed at all during that. Sorry. All right, so um, Tew Teeny asked about smoothie recipes. No problem. They're all on my website, and I have a book called Clean Green Eats also. Michelle Navarez. Oh, I already read her question. Um, Rebecca uh, Catullo asked about how to handle imitation or people taking credit for your work with grace. And that's, like, really hard because um, people do that all the time. I mean, they've been doing that to my work since the beginning of time. I think you just have to see it as a form of flattery. And truly the only way that I can explain this is to just keep going and not focus on it because no matter what you do, people are going to copy it. So you may as well just keep going and doing your thing and creating the next new thing originally on your own. I didn't even answer Jay's question because I was laughing so hard about that. But the celery fad, you know what? Honestly, there's very low nutrient content in celery and it's also full of tons of water content. It's not healthy to just be having celery juice and to just be eating celery at all. Um, The only way that I've been able to stay the same size since I was in high school, which is part of uh, the reason why I go on a lot of those segments is like I know all the the tips and tricks and secrets 
The only way I've stayed this size is by eating really fresh and healthy. So I highly recommend doing that, adding more miso paste to your diet, apple cider vinegar, getting better sleep, eating big salads, making smoothies, getting the fucking sugar out, and eating whole foods and cooking at home. If you want to take a, like, have a snack, then have, a, have an avocado with miso. If you want another snack, have some, some chocolate's fine. Man, I just like stuttered over chocolate because I was like thinking about it. Anyways, I love you guys and I hope you have an awesome week. Please don't forget to go to the matchashop.com and pick out your favorite items to support this podcast. We're watching you and karma is real. Did you know that? Hey, your juicy reviews have been awesome. I haven't seen a new one since February 15th, so please dig in there. All you have to do is go to the iTunes page and hit subscribe and go to ratings and reviews and give us a five-star review with a juicy rating. Please share this particular podcast on how she handles pain with a friend. I think coping mechanisms like listening to music, reading books, making sure to call a friend, going for a walk every day, and also like holding friends accountable, you know, like making sure that you're there for each other when it happens to you. Because it's almost like a game of tag. It's going to happen to all of us. We're all going to go through pain in our lifetime. Death, taxes, and pain should be more like it. And we're all going to get through it better on the other side. You are a living form of Kintsugi. You can't forget that. I want you to live and breathe beautiful gold light this week. And I don't care if it sounds like hippie bullshit. It's not. My ancestors have been practicing wabi-sabi and Kintsugi and its methods, even including komorebi, which means the light between the trees. They have been practicing that for thousands of years. It is no bullshit. I leave you also with a word of gaman. That is the word of great strength and resilience. And every time I fell to my knees crying in pain, sometimes wailing even, I remember the resilience and the grace of those who have been through worse than me, who have gotten through it, who are better now because of it. Open the gift because it is a blessing. I will read to you now this amazing and powerful ad that was put out by Nike, of all people. They have gotten smarter and better about everything. And I just, I'm so proud of them, by the way. So this was originally read by Nike, who has put this out now. Um, And it is originally read by Serena Williams. If we show emotion, we're called dramatic. If we want to play against men, we're nuts. If we dream of equal opportunity, delusional. When we stand for something, we're unhinged. When we're too good, there's something wrong with us. And if we get angry, we're hysterical, irrational, or being crazy. But a woman running a marathon was crazy. A woman boxing was crazy. A woman dunking, crazy. Coaching an NBA team, crazy. A woman competing in a hijab, changing her sport, landing a double cork 1080, or winning 23 grand slams 
having a baby and then coming back for more. Crazy, 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 and crazy. So if they want to call you crazy, fine. Show them what crazy can do. I really loved this piece and I thank Nike for being such a voice in our in just this moment in time and helping those of us who haven't had a voice in a while. Feels quite nice. And if they call you crazy because of all your big, hard, fast and daring dreams, then show them exactly what crazy is going to do. Have a great week, guys. Love you so much. And don't forget, in life, everything will always be wobby. She taught me patience.